0: three five one zero three zero zero and follow the Climbing in Heels podcast on iHeartRadio or subscribe where you listen to your podcast.
2: What's up? This is your boy Lil Duval and check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unk podcast feature casual and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network or Radio app or wherever you get your podcast.
3: Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. When you
4: buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products because they'll make you all feel like you're winning shop now in store or online kroger fresh for everyone whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks kemba financial credit union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited time 2% cash back on purchases and pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024.
1: It's 902 101G
5: with
4: Jenny Garth and Tori Spelling.
6: Hello everybody. It's another episode of 9021 OMG. So glad you're here. Hi guys. Hi. Tori, Sugarman. We're all here. You, Me, Jenny. You guys. What? You guys. Uh-oh.
7: I mean you guys. <laughs> Did you like this episode at all? Did I like love? This is it's happening. Like the end. I know we have to start at the beginning, but the end. <laughs> you See, I'm not. I'm not. I like Brenda and Dylan are fine, but I'm Kelly and. Brenda.
6: Oh my gosh, Amy! You just always jump in with both feet right into the deep end. <laughs>
7: you, you have no respect. You guys talk. Okay, you let's, guys just tell me what you're. Since feeling. you've
6: already gone there, let's just do it. Let's talk about the episode, you guys. We're talking about episode four: "Sex, Lies, and Volleyball," also known as "Photo Finney,"
8: aired on August fifth, nineteen ninety-two. Synopsis. Donna is struggling in the French immersion program. Steve finds the perfect partner for both romance and volleyball. David meets a young girl who expresses an interest in both his music and in him. Uh Uh-oh. Directed by Jeff Melman, written
6: by Darren Starr, Chris Brancato, Kenneth Biller, Karen Rosen.
8: It took a village to to make these. Multi, the,
6: yeah, multi cultural. nation,
8: <laughs> yeah, across the world.
6: <laughs> we had our, uh, our European writing staff and our American writing staff. But isn't so it, I think that Darren and Chris went on to work together on um later in other shows. I think they worked together on Sex in the City, if I'm not mistaken. Could be crazy. Ooh. I don't know. That name just looks really familiar to me when I see it. It seems as if I've seen it somewhere else on another Darren Star show. So I would like that was, to know what that was. Yeah, maybe. I don't know.
7: Should we start with how Tori is feeling about David kissing Nikki? Or should we start with how Jenny is feeling uh-uh, no. seeing her sultry self walk into that cabana? <gasps> no, no, no. You just, just jump to the end? Why she would
6: does you do that? that? Look, what she ah! does that every time.
8: Ah! Like as a fan
7: girl it's, here. She does it just
6: to g- get us riled up. I want to talk about how Donna became a supermodel like that. Like all of a sudden you were in the cutest outfits and looking <laughs> so foxy and being a supermodel. That's what happens, I guess, when you go to Paris. You just get discovered and then bada bing.
8: Yeah. Eating a pastry like my four-year-old, With like your face down face instead in of it. from, you know how, how kids like, like Bo will eat a hot dog. Like this way instead of this way. Sorry, this is getting weird. Uh, But yeah, she like plummeted her face down into the strawberry tart. But But apparently that's what they're looking for. (laughs) I guess so. She gave good tart. Um, But that was so fun. I wish I had those photos. Oh my gosh, you did so many
6: wardrobe changes for that photo shoot.
8: Photo, how, it was fun. I what was your admit, favorite? Re-
6: wait, okay. Wait, which photo was your favorite? Because I think it would be hard to pick. But I really like the one where you're like in black, all like greased up. Do you remember that one?
8: Yeah. Wet. The, I liked the cowboy. <laughs> the cowboy. I want that picture. <sighs> it was so awful. good. Where are they? Where are they? Did it bring back memories watching it? Yeah. Yeah. I I could I could remember filming that day, like filming that party scene. I felt like, you know, like the cat's meow. Oh, my gosh. It was just me. And like, you know, co-stars and like it was like I was only regular there. And I was like, I felt really special for the day.
7: I had a full revelation when you were at the party scene. You know, you're modeling like in the orange tutu. Um, Do we think that Darren Starr remembered that and then gave Sarah Jessica Parker the iconic tutu for Sex and the City. Like, I was literally freaking out. I'm like, she's literally I never wearing thought of that. Uh, I was like,
6: holy bleep. You mean the one with the, the Daisy, the like the Daisy... The orange. Yes. I loved that outfit. And um, my daughter walked in while I was watching the episode last night. She goes, oh my gosh, Tori looks like a Barbie doll.
8: Oh my gosh, Jen, my legs were so skinny. Oh my gosh. They were the same with the thighs and the calves. (laughs) How do you do that? Youth. Youth. I'm telling you, I think you inspired. The
7: most iconic Carrie outfit.
8: Oh my gosh, you're giving us too much credit, but take it. You heard it here. That freaked me out. Freaked me out. It
6: Continue. was very exciting, and uh, the, the but the fr- the French like um, all the sets and things started to remind me of Hogwarts. <laughs> like, I couldn't get it out <laughs> of my head that I was watching um, Universal Studios now.
8: So the little bakery. W- I think literally is like the Simpsons donut shop now or something. It's like (laughs) on that little street.
6: That's so recognizable. Right? Do you think other people could tell? I don't know if they've ever been there maybe, but who's the new girl? Who's the new, like there's a a new, like it's. The friend. There's a threesome. Mm -hmm. The one that smokes the cigarettes. Yeah. And wears sailor hats out on the town.
8: Yep. She's, yeah, she lost the other two girls. The other two girls in the, in the program are just gone. It's her now. Yeah. And I feel like she's not a good I just Brenda to be around. Yeah, it
6: feels like Brenda and this girl don't mm-hmm. jive. When they're sending this to news. Each
7: other.
6: Yeah.
8: Did Brenda just
7: need someone to talk to when Donna was modeling? Maybe.
8: Yeah, but this girl, she's like, worldly and she smokes and she's so yeah. like that girl then in yeah. high school you're like oh my gosh yeah and she
7: said she modeled she was like i have also modeled jealous so jealous
8: now originally like last week when we saw her were they supposed to was she supposed to be from Texas too or just the one of the other girls i just think
6: she's like from- maybe the blonde girl okay, yeah. okay.
8: cuz if so she had no accent this week but she goes in and out of something that i'm not do you do you feel me or no
6: in about like a like a French accent, like an American doing a French accent. When but
8: you're speaking French? Cool, cool girl, cool girl accent. <laughs> I'm the cool girl. Oh, girl. like Madonna, yeah, <laughs> but not French. But you know what I mean. So
6: when you're American, and then okay. all of a sudden you have an accent from, cool. from wherever you are.
7: Yeah. Okay. So I have to know. Is it time to talk about it, Tori? How did you feel watching it back <sighs> when David? First, I mean, there's so much to break down with the Nikki and David. Okay. But how did it Where'd feel?
6: Nikki just stumbles into the beach club. In a cool outfit, though. She Looking lost. Cool. Uh-huh.
8: By the way, when she stumbled into the beach club, obviously I wasn't there, but I feel like I was there because I remember that outfit being like, that's cool. I remember, yeah. I, I don't know why I would have been there.
6: Was it, was it like, it was like super bohemian
8: vibes, right? Yeah. Or maybe I saw her in wardrobe fitting. Yeah. And I was just so like, it was so different from everything we wore clearly. (laughs) Um, I just was like, she's a badass. Like I loved her outfit. I remember that. Yeah. Yeah. She looked like Super
6: Melrose Avenue. Totally. Mm -hmm.
7: I thought it was interesting how everybody else makes fun of David in this episode. You know, like they say he's some geekster. I think you call him his stupid music. (laughs) Even Ian's like, later lame you know what i mean like they're just totally Sweet. ripping him and then this nikki is just head over heels immediately thinks he
8: is the catch of the county it's a little spin <laughs> and are saying i want your sex i want huh? you
6: first she says you really know how to move
4: She. <laughs> <Jeez. sighs>
8: <sighs> Full on. Uh, okay. So, what Amy was referring to is before the show started, we were chatting and I already got hot and bothered about it.
6: Mm-hmm. This is true. You're, she's Dory's already upset that we're talking about Nikki Witt.
8: Yes. And Dana Barron loved, I loved working with mm-hmm. her. I lo- adored her. Obviously, we're all huge fans of vacation, which was iconic that she was in. But I just remember, and no spoilers here, but She's major. Like she is yeah. major in the, Do- in the Donna David relationship right. going forward.
6: Yes. I, ha- I didn't realize that she was on more episodes than just this one. And here's the thing. It's we're, it's going to get weird because in a little bit, we're going to get to talk to Dana Barron. She's going to join us.
8: I know. I just got chills when you said that.
6: Yeah. I, you, you guys are going to get to work it out
8: right uh, here. Jenny, it's going to get weird. i I'm, 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 I'm not going to lie. When she was on set, I felt super threatened. Oh, no. Yeah. But you know me. I'm not like, you know, some girls get threatened and give off, like, bitch vibes. Like, you know me. I'm not like that. Mm-mm. I was always so sweet and, and adored her. But I was really threatened by you her. because I like,
6: overcompensated with niceness <laughs> to her. If I know you, you were, yeah. like, even you know more nice
8: than your normal self. <laughs> yeah she was like, Whoa, it's that the, girl's because really then she nice. won't go for my guy in real life if I'm it's, really nice and laid it's on this is the thick. ultimate blurred line
7: where you're like, Uh I'm not in these scenes, but this girl and this is acting, but yet I like him and I'm so confused and
8: oh. I feel like I might have told her that I liked him in real life, or we had like a little thing or something. I don't oh remember. Gosh, it, I was, it, was a, it was it was it was something she was just so cute and beautiful. And she had perfect nose. And I was just, (laughs) you know, I have a thing with noses and I was just like, oh, Brian's going to go for her. And then he's never going to like me again. Oh
6: my gosh.
8: When you look back at, I guess I'll say David Silver. Are you like, he's so
7: cute or he's so cringy?
6: Do you like the way his entire head of hair moves? According to his facial, like when I put my eyebrows up and down right now, my, is my hair moving? Let me see. It's
8: like, a, I swear, I was like,
6: is he wearing a wig?
8: Wait, do it one more time.
6: Look. No. If, oh, wow. If David if David were to do that, his hair would be like this.
8: Wait, didn't they, the boys, didn't Ian and Luke <laughs> and Jason have a thing with Brian about his hair? Like, do it, do it. Didn't like, they, look, yeah. his whole thing. Maybe
6: they called him like werewolfy or wolf. Do you, does, does
8: that ring a bell? Like, it it comes... does. It does. There was he had something. A there was a lot of hair. Like Eddie Munster, good like head something. Of hair. Like it was <laughs> Eddie Munster. There was something. I remember there was always something with the boys, but I feel like they were older and they were just like riling him up because he was young and had great hair.
6: Yeah, <laughs> he did have His good hair. His
3: character but... is just so goobery. Watch it. <laughs> I'm just kidding was word Like words. with the
7: keys and the "You're so precious to me" singing. I like the, that song. Like, I like, was like, "That's catchy. catchy."
8: Yeah, but it's like, "Am I precious to you?" I was like, "Am I embarrassed, <laughs> or is he charming?" If you were like a sixteen-year-old girl or seventeen-year-old girl, you wouldn't think.
1: Yeah, mm-hmm. I don't
8: know. No, I mean, she was hot oh. for him. Hot for him, but like so, from jump, and then from yeah.
6: And then we had the, What's the, 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 uh, the other, another girl de jour, another mm-hmm. guest star, lovely gal who, what, what was her name? Brooke, Brooke Alexander. Alexander.
8: She'll okay. always be Josie to me because you know me in soap <sighs> operas. She starred on Days of Our Lives. Oh my God. Matt and Josie. They were my favorite couple in my teens really? watching them. And when she was on the show, I was so excited. Like really? Wow.
6: Yes. She She's was huge. Beautiful huge. face.
8: She used to have long hair. Like that was like, she was like, I'm off the soap. I'm cutting it short. You didn't like like that
6: hair though, did you? You know. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, oh, she's going to have problems with that hairdo. You know me. No, but I just want to say, I think they couldn't have cast a less athletic gal if they tried. That she has never touched a volleyball before this scene. I'm pretty sure
7: volleyball was one of my I don't know sports friends. so
8: I couldn't tell. I thought she did a good job and I was um, like, "Wow, impressive. Does <laughs> Ian know what he's doing too? Look at him." He he did. Iron went okay, all like
6: okay. Goose uh, on, you know, from Top Gun <laughs> <laughs> with his no shirt and like sweaty biceps. Oh my
8: god. I literally Such a good love the Top Gun. Top Gun.
7: He goosed out. Oh god. They needed a better song in that sort of Top Gun lions during montage they were doing
8: because that something needed to great. be oiled up those muscles but he was really was... mad if he knew you called him goose like he'd much really? rather be maverick oh. or wait, well, Val I, I thought of
6: it as a compliment ice man yeah uh i i felt that he was just a big pouty baby though
8: well, wouldn't you pout, too, if you wore a hat flipped up like that? <laughs> with a <I> poop coming <laughs> out the front? What was that? I, I well, can't. I, kind of, I
6: liked his little Nike, um, what's that, windbreaker thing with no shirt under it? Unzipped. unzipped. Uh-huh. So unzipped. Fair,
8: fair. Yeah, I like that. But I the feel hat, like yeah. his volleyball partner, who was played by, who was Alexandra, she uh, was wearing some of his wardrobe. <laughs> with the big baggy tank top? <laughs> the crop tank top that came all the way down she had it layered yeah thank but god but i feel like that was his tank top from another episode i'm just saying oh
7: god
8: i feel like whoever Amy styled, stick up for your man here
7: i'm going to okay here's the thing first of all again good body good body good face great body i feel like whoever did his costuming styling nailed oh, no. it nailed it and then effed him up no
6: no like like, I'm gonna I'm gonna have to fight you on this because okay. it's memorable it's like it he, he had a look and and it was consistently that terrible <laughs> no it was always like super sporty I
7: did and then but yeah I was good with the shorts and the unzipped jacket why did they throw that hat on it's like it was- I'm shocked, shocked was you wore there. the hat. Having a bad hair day. I don't know. Wasn't it Coco Chanel that said, get dressed and then take something off? It's like, <laughs> get dressed. <and> take- <laughs> I've never heard that one. <gasps> That's
8: good. Oh my God, wait. You know, I love conspiracy theories. What if, Jen, what if they secretly hated him deep down? What <laughs> if they were like, you we are, are going to F him up? No. Amy, Amy thought of it, but what if? Well, I mean, no, because like, all the executives, like my dad, always approved wardrobe. I guess they went for it, but weren't they like, "Hey, this is our muscular guy. This is our yeah. Job. We like, just let's make him look no. Let's make him let's look good. Him like it's third season. Everyone is looking a little like they've gotten their Hollywood makeover. Like they look great. I, Why I, not transition him to great?
7: I
6: think I he t- looked good, you guys. I'm going on. I record. agree
7: with you. Every single one of you has had a Hollywood makeover and looks smoking. Every single person every bo- every one of you, there was a couple moments where I thought, Ooh, those shorts could just blow a little to the side and I'm going to have some, <laughs> some something, something going on. I was like, <laughs> wow. By the way, do you think your dad called Jason Priestley and said, if I see you chomping on that gum
6: ever yeah, again, right?
7: no more gum because it is gone.
6: Gum's gone. I bet you he got, I bet you there was a call.
8: Yeah. I bet you're right. <laughs> Hey, lover. Hey, buddy. Listen, Mm-mm. listen, kid. We just, so I'm I'm going to go on record. While Jason is perfection, obviously, so no disrespect. I feel like while everyone got a Hollywood Makeover season three, I think Brandon peaked in season one. Well, it's
6: hard to peak in that outfit, in those shorts, and that, that and the costume he had to wear to talking. be in the beach club staff there.
8: I feel like a lot a lot w- was on his shoulders at this point. Mm-hmm. And I don't know. There was something about that gleam in his eye, that newness in season one. I mean, you know, I was always like Team Dylan, like hotness. But, you know, when I started rewatching this, I was like, oh, my God, Brandon's so dreamy. Like even screw David. Brandon's dreamy. By season 3, I think it's starting. He's just like, oh. It's I think it's a that lot. outfit
6: because when he went okay. to visit Dylan at Dylan's apartment or house or whatever, it was like to babe babe off. They were too hotties <laughs> on a couch.
7: I could not agree more.
6: Yeah, I you're didn't right. Know you're really right. Trying you're trying to right. feast okay. my eyes on.
7: I also think that Jason Priestley can kiss cuz that okay. kiss You like
6: that, that uh, man handling, like the way he grabbed her neck and shoved her? I
7: sure did. I'm not even like a huge Brooke Alexander fan,
8: but I was like, oh, yeah, this is awesome. But I just got to say that was I was going to say that's Jason 101. That wasn't Brandon. Brandon, Jason, like he that wasn't Brandon wouldn't do that. No, he he would be a little more he's a renaissance man
4: chivalry is not
6: dead yeah Uh, and then he grabs her by
7: the scruff (laughs) although one note so they're driving in the mustang up the coast (laughs) why when they pulled back into the beach club was brooke alexander literally like reclined (laughs) in the seat did you guys notice that was so weird i'm like sit
8: up woman
7: What's going on, I, it, she looked like a little, t- little child. In the is that when he climbed over to open the door?
8: Oh, is that because so they could see him better? So she had to go back a little something,
7: or- maybe? Yeah, something did like on. she was laying down. Yeah, did. <laughs> oh, but yeah. this is a 10 out of 10 episode. I know we're gonna get to this. It was good. The solid gold soon. Yes, I know you guys are gonna talk to Dana. Do you want to – I feel like there's more to talk about on the episode. Well, I think – why don't you guys talk to Dana, and then we'll come back. Do we have her? Is Dana with us?
6: Probably any (gasps) second. We have to talk. There's so much to talk about. Okay, let's do that. Let's take a break. And when we come back, we are going to get into it with Nikki, a.k.a. Dana. Hey, everyone. So, as you can imagine – We know a thing or two about makeup. We've pretty much tried it all.
8: And we are really liking Thrive Cosmetics because they have a full line of makeup perfect for an everyday look refresh.
6: They have clean ingredients that feel great on your skin. And their products are
8: foolproof, which makes it easy for any skill level to apply. And it's really cool to know that Thrive Cosmetics donates products and funds to help communities thrive. Oh, I love that connection. See that? Plus, how cool is it that their uh, high-performance formulas are certified 100% vegan and cruelty-free? Amazing. And they have zero parabens, sulfates, and phthalates. I
6: really believe when it comes to makeup, beautiful eyebrows are so important. Don't you think? Their Infinity Waterproof Eyebrow Liner helps you achieve your ideal
8: eyebrow look. And they're easy-to-use waterproof pencil holds like a wax and blends like a powder. Ooh la la. Refresh your everyday look with Thrive Cosmetics, luxury beauty that gives back. Right now, you can get an exclusive 10% off your first order at thrivecosmetics.com slash 90210.
6: That's Thrive Cosmetics, C-A-U-S-E-M-E-T-I-C-S dot com slash 90210 for 10% off your first order.
8: Want to temporarily restore definition in your jawline where it's been lost over time? With Juvederm Volux XC, you can get a non-surgical jawline treatment that adds volume for a smooth contour and to reduce the appearance of jowls in one in-office treatment with little downtime. Juvederm Volux XC Injectable Gel is the first and only hyaluronic acid filler that improves moderate to severe loss of jawline definition. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. With the weather getting warmer, finally, it is time for a wardrobe refresh. And when I want to update my style without breaking the bank, I turn to Quince. They offer premium European linen dresses, blouses, and shorts from $30. And washable silk tops timeless 14-karat gold jewelry, and so much more. The best part, all Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands.
6: They partner directly with top factories, so Quince cuts out the cost of the middleman and passes the
8: savings on to you. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices and premium fabrics and finishes. I love that.
6: I use the hoop earrings I ordered from Quince all the time.
8: And basically live in the slippers that I ordered on their website. The prices and quality are so worth it.
6: Get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to quince.com slash 90210 for free shipping
8: on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash 90210 to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash 90210.
6: Yeah, me too.
8: I'm going to be a big girl, though. I'm going to ask questions.
6: All right. I'm just going to sit back and let you no, take it. No,
8: <laughs> you can't. <laughs> be my friend. Was it hard to watch them kiss? Speak of goose. Be my wingman. Okay, okay, okay. All right. Do Was we it hard to watch? Yeah, here? I can't
6: take it. Bring her in. Let's do Jeez. this. Okay, let's, let's do it. You guys, her name's Dana. <laughs> Sorry. She's Nikki to me.
8: Nikki. I love when you guys say the full name of the, of the characters. What do you mean, Brooke Alexander? It makes me Brooke <laughs> like Nikki Witt. Brooke, Ale- Brooke Alexander, Nikki Witt. It's very. How I older, like. I like it. Brooke
7: Alexander, Alexandra. I'm gonna I out. know? We could. We might have to do a pickup. We'll fix that. I, I took a little note
8: because no, I'm calling her Alexandra because that's her name in real life. Oh, her name in it real is? life.
7: You're right. Am I wrong?
8: Alexandra Wilson. No, I yes. think you're right. <laughs>
7: I think you're right. I was a I huge think you're fan. Alive.
8: I I used to take frozen pictures of her, her character, Matt and Josie, just the way I did with James Spader. Yeah. Yeah, With my Polaroid. I would watch. Yeah, you're right. You nailed it. Her name's Alexander. I was like,
6: no, it's Alexander. Brooke Alexander. That's confusing. They named her
7: Brooke Alexander. And then her real name is Alexander Wilson.
6: So we're back and we're talking about our uh, other guest guest stars trying to figure out where, where Tori knows Krista Erickson from who played Maggie, the French friend Right. And And I
8: didn't I didn't recognize her till I saw the name in print. And I was like, Krista Erickson, I feel like I've seen that name on so many shows come up. But I feel like recently, not like in the last 10 years. I'm looking at the filmography.
7: I'm not (sighs) seeing so much in the last 10 years, but she definitely was working balls. But we are, are waiting. waiting. In... We're
6: patiently waiting and kind of stalling. Oh my God, Dana Barron's coming. Or Dana, Dana Barron. Barron's coming.
7: <laughs> the stalling is our best material, though. It's really the juiciest. She <laughs> was in like Twenty One Jump Street. One time at Bandcamp. <laughs>
8: Twenty One Jump Street, Mr. Belvedere. She did a lot of things.
7: A lot of those shows around that time.
8: Oh, okay. I think I know her name. It, it wasn't from anything recent. It was from going on auditions and always seeing her name signed in. Okay.
7: And what we were talking about during the commercials. Was we thought Tori messed up and called Brooke Alexander, Alexandra. Alexander, but she was, that's her real name. Her and name I was like, Alessandra.
6: Alexandra,
7: no. Alexandra, it's, it's Alessandra, Alessandra. It's Alessandra. Wilson. It's not
6: Alexander. It's Alessandra.
8: Yeah. I was thought She's she called her Technically her, her last right, name. But I know I, she does go by Alexandra, even though it is spelled Alessandra. It is? I saw it as Alexandra Wilson. Oh, it could be. I think it's wrong. So I know it's definitely <laughs> Alexandra. It's Trust me. Huge fan days of our lives. Ugh. Yeah. I
7: never knew she was on days of our lives.
8: <gasps> like everything.
7: You know, we're only seeing minimal glimpses of the Walshes. We saw like Mr. and Mrs. Walsh meet Brooke Alexander. Okay with that. And yeah, Mrs. Walsh was wearing like little tennis outfit or something and
8: andrea cheered from the volleyball section
7: (laughs) yeah not a lot of andrea but she was very heavy the week before Mm -hmm. yeah Mm -hmm. Yeah. did you guys notice tiny shades are in tiny shades
6: yeah the little 90s sunglasses
8: yeah those were are those ever gonna have those come back no i don't maybe
6: not for me i
7: like them big
8: I like like mine big because they cover more. (laughs) Me too.
7: Like, was Brenda too sort of "Mm -hmm," on Donna's modeling or was she being protective? I felt it was a little.
8: "Mm -hmm." Very Brenda. Yeah. There's no in the middle with her, you know? Yeah. Well, there's no small. She just goes big when she like her judgment of people like she makes a decision and that's Mm -hmm. it.
6: Yeah, I didn't yeah, really yeah. feel like it was about Brenda at all this week. I mean, even in in her being a friend to Donna, she wasn't really committed to being a major friend to Donna and, like, stepping in or being there for her, but she was just kind of, like, on the fringe
8: waiting you for you. What? You are so right. I feel like if Kelly was there, like she was supposed to be, mm-hmm. um... <laughs> I feel you like said, you would have gone if you, your friend was out till morning and, you know, like she's would, very naive and like yeah, I would be out there be looking like, for you. Yeah, you would. Mm-hmm. Even today you would do that. Like, <laughs> you know what? Now I'm mad.
7: Brenda was <laughs> on a terrible that, friend. On that note, I have a question for you, too. Oh. Mm-hmm. So Steve and Brandon, Steve found her first, which is kind of like whatever, but yeah, he well, liked she, her. Like a uh. I, right, this whole like
6: territorial thing that the boys are doing with the girls is so gross to me Super when, weird when like Super the gross, co- yeah. girls are checking into the volleyball tournament, the way i yeah. are looking at them and talking about them. And always them.
7: saying like, there's some honeys here and there's some babes and if I don't lay into babe, but who was right, who was wrong? Was Steve being too like, I own her, I found her first. Or did Brandon betray his bestie by going for
8: the girl? Like- I think that's boy code. Like, I, I, I thought it was really crappy that Brandon was like, oh, cruelty like, for beautiful girls. I was like, that crossed the line. <laughs> yeah. I was like, you know what? You, you mean get every girl. Pit, right? Every episode, you get a girl. Like, come on. <laughs> let your, Give him like, something. Let your wingman have someone. And I
6: felt like she looked better with Steve. True. Mm-hmm. Like, I just mm-hmm. liked her physically with Steve better than...
8: Brandon. i almost thought they had more chemistry i mean they did you know what i mean mm-hmm.
7: are they trying to because steve can be so schmarmy. is that how you say that word shmarmy, yeah. yep and then we kind of always see his sort of the other side of him like i'm never in your shoes brandon is that so we like still like him do you know what i mean like he can't be so smarmy. like and he always comes on too strong like, i don't know hey, i just felt like, like it was town. like it like was a town. big
6: powder and then all of a sudden he was like a he was like a martyr like yeah i don't know i
8: feel it like the attractive. writers were starting to draw from real life which as we know it keeps happening they're seeing things that uh, the The characters were the characters, and now the characters are becoming more the real-life actors, and it's mm-hmm. more and more of their mm-hmm. real personalities. And that was, like, something, like, Ian, you know, felt like – I mean, he's gorgeous. He is a leading man, but he felt like Luke and Jason got more of the attention, and it did it did bother him, and he's talked about that. So I felt like that was a little bit of that creeping in, like, I'm never in your shoes. Like, mm.
7: Speaking oh of, dana's
6: here she's on the phone in. but dana dana is here yes. we have yes. Oh, this is very exciting we have dana Barron, who starred as nikki witt in not just this episode but five or six yeah. more episodes
5: this is true you know i never count how many i did i i don't even know we can't we see hear you, you but we can hear you and it's so good to hear your voice Thank you. Um, yes. I. Sorry about the delay. There's just technical issues. So I'm not a techie. That's for sure.
6: <laughs> Join the club. It's okay. Yeah. <laughs>
5: You're among friends. <laughs> and we have kids hey. that tell us we don't know what we're doing. And it's correct, at least my kid knows all about the techie stuff. It's, it's funny to see him take over. I love it.
8: Oh, yeah, it's so good to hear your voice. Hi.
5: How are you? Yeah. Where are you? Where I miss. Where are you living these days? In, right now, they call it the Westchester Bluffs, and it's not far from Marina del Rey. Okay, sounds lovely. It is. It's a very nice place to live. I'm lo- looking over a canyon right now. We um we were just reminiscing
6: and talking about your um you know, the way you came onto the show and how, how that sort of uh, gets Tori riled up because she had, you know, this was D- Donna's man that you're moving in on.
5: I thought about that because they were so well-established and here I am like this little lamb walking into this <laughs> huge um, situation between them and it, it worked out though, which was nice, but it was fun to kind of try to infiltrate the situation, but. And Nikki was above and beyond her years, which was so nice to play.
6: Right, you were you were playing um, like sixteen,
5: but you seem so worldly. Was, yes, actually, I was playing fifteen. I was a freshman, and technically, we're all. I was joking about this: is that I was older than a lot of the um, people. Um the cast members there's only one cast member I was younger than. Really? Yeah.
8: I just remember your wardrobe was everything. Did now did they pick that for you? Did you like tell them you wanted that vibe?
5: No, I don't know if you guys know, but I I, I was a designer and seamstress, so I I made a lot of my own clothes and also I was a African frontline line dancer. So a lot of my clothes were, um, I picked from the different markets and then designed and then I worked with the, the people, the wardrobe people to, you know, shift it for the show, which was fun.
8: I didn't but remember, but when you I said made. it now, I remember totally. Oh my gosh. Yep.
6: Did you know Dana, when you were coming onto the show that you were be staying for, was it six episodes total?
5: Um, I, like I said, I I don't remember, I just know that they said they wanted me to kind of do the next, they actually told me I was going to do the next season with two other people at the time. And then, um, things obviously changed and became more of a college episode. So the whole show shifted. So originally I thought I was taking over with the other two characters on the show.
8: Interesting. I wonder because we were kind of graduating if they were like, we want to keep it in the high school world. So let's bring the younger ones in. And if you were playing 15, that's interesting. Um, I mean, did... Okay, I have a question. Do fans, I mean, obviously fans recognize you. You were icon like a huge part of the show, and especially with the Donna David relationship. This still riles me up to this date, even though I <laughs> said before the show I loved working with you. We had a great relationship. But um, do fans ever say, like, oh my gosh, like you had oh, I can't even say. Can I say a spoiler, Amy? Like you took David's virginity like you had sex with him like oh my gosh you broke up Donna and David did people did they say that or no they didn't care
5: I honestly it was so quick by the time <laughs> I got into the uh, publicity part of it I guess I didn't um no one had it already moved on <laughs> so not really. so um it would have been fun to have those kind of conversations but you know, there was a lot of work with the fans back then at the time. Like right now, obviously, they're Comic Cons and you get to speak to more fans about various things. So, no, that would have been really fun.
8: Because technically, I guess Nikki would have been like a villain, right?
5: A good point, As yeah. As perceived by uh, the
8: fans. Uh, she was so stinking adorable. Yeah, yeah. It was hard to – you're so likable. It's hard not to –
6: you, you start with David, and then you, somehow you switch over and become a love interest for Brandon. What happened? How'd that work
5: out? Um, had that, I mean, had that worked out how'd with the, me? How did that come to be? Yeah,
6: like did, they, did they say, yeah, so we're not going to focus on the David storyline anymore. We're going to switch you to Brandon's girlfriend.
5: Well, I know when, you know, Tori's character, um, well, not character, but Donna's character, Well, Tori's character, Donna, quote unquote, um, when she got back together with him, I guess there was nowhere for me to go logically. So Brandon was the next logical step, although I can't remember. He was Brandon younger than David or they're all in the same grade. David was was
8: younger, but then they moved him up so that he could be with.
5: Yeah, David was the baby
8: feel like they loved you so much that they didn't want to lose you. And it was like, okay, what can we do? Let's, let's find this, something we don't, for her.
6: Yeah. Yeah. Who did you like working that with be, more? Was it did you did you think that your character was better with David or with Brandon?
5: Oh, good point. I mean I never thought of that. Oh uh, well obviously Brandon was the bigger quote unquote love interest of the show altogether. Um I, I don't know. I got along with the David character better, um, in the sense of singing and dancing, because you know Nikki was more of a free spirit,
6: mm-hmm.
5: and Brandy was more stubborn. But yet she had more of a challenge for him, mm-hmm. and she likes challenges and to open people up. So that that was more fun. So not answering your question, really. are <laughs> both okay. so different. I don't know. I
6: kind of preferred so- you with Brandon personally
5: same. <laughs> well, you're being a protective friend, so that
6: makes sense. <laughs> no, honest. I, th- I just feel like you guys visually looked like made of a really cute couple.
5: Uh, well, I know that also <laughs> I'm not very tall, so uh, <laughs> I know that for his, you know, just physically for him too, which was nice. They, they very made it very clear about my height in him, and I think they just thought it was an automatic fit.
0: Hi, everyone. This is Rachel Zoe with the Climbing in Heels podcast. We recently sat down with a few recipients of the Botox Cosmetic Onobotulinum Toxin A and iFund Women Grants at South by Southwest, thanks to Botox Cosmetic. Take a listen to our conversation. It's so good. and follow the Climbing in Heels podcast on iHeartRadio or subscribe where you listen to your podcast.
3: You're a growing business, which means you need every spare hour you can find. That's why the most successful growing businesses are working together in Slack.
6: The 90s Cruise will sail from Tampa and head to Cozumel and Costa Maya, Mexico, January 31st through February
8: 5th, 2025. Head to the90scruise.com slash iHeart to enter
2: to win a free cruise for two. When it comes to financial advice, you got to trust the source. It's why you listen to this podcast. If you're looking to upgrade your wallet, you need to turn to NerdWallet. Their expert team of nerds dives into the details to help you find smarter financial products. If you're paying for vacations with whatever card is in your wallet, you could be missing out on miles you didn't even know you were leaving on the table. You can get a new card with more miles and more upgrades. What could future you do with more travel rewards? A hotel upgrade? Lounge access? Wherever you go next, make it happen with a smarter travel credit card. Don't wait to make smart financial decisions. Compare and find smarter credit cards, savings accounts, and more today at nerdwallet.com. As with all cards, credit is subject to lender approval and terms apply. NerdWallet. Finance smarter.
6: Well, not only were you on... One timeless show by Riel Zanotuino. You were also in one of our, one of all of our favorite movies, National Lampoon's Vacation. You, we were discussing this before you came on. You were mm. the OG Audrey. You were the one.
5: Yeah. There's no Thank other. You, there nice really time. isn't.
6: No, no, no one else compares.
5: Thank you. And I've been working very hard on this, you know, pause we've all had in life right now, uh, on a book about. You know, now we're coming up on our 40th anniversary, so I'm writing. I'm not writing. I've finished writing a book now. It's with um, trying to get agents and do the next step on the and all that stuff. So I spent a long time. Not salacious. Everything is extremely friendly and on the level because we were such a beloved. We're such mm-hmm. a beloved Griswold family. Mm-hmm. So I didn't want to any. I didn't want to throw anyone under the bus. That's not my style anyway. But. um Just had a a blast writing it, and we'll see what happens. Hopefully, everything will come out before the anniversary. Oh, my gosh.
6: I would – I can't wait to read that.
8: I want to read that. (laughs) Um, Wait, so – oh, gosh. I guess we should save it for the book, read Dana's book. But we really want to know, and you don't have to answer this, but, I mean, you were the OG. Audrey, how come they switched the siblings? Like – not just Anthony, Audrey, so, but yeah, they Anthony Michael Hall. Uh-huh. Like, what happened?
5: This is this is easily on on Google, so this is not something okay, that wh- I'm. Um, no, Anthony Michael Hall. We call him his name is actually Michael because when he joined SAG, he had to change his name around because someone else was already um, Michael Hall. So anyway, so Michael, who lives right near me, we're very still very close. Um. He was doing, he agreed with John Hughes to do weird science. So he'd spent, he spent, you know, that was already in the contract. So then they offered him obviously the next vacation and he couldn't do it because he was filming already. So uh, Amy Heckerling, who was the new director, talked Maddie Simmons, who was our producer, into saying, hey, you know, we can't have one old kid with a new kid. We should get two new kids all together. And the producer told me that was one of the biggest mistakes he would ever made because it really broke fans' hearts to see a different family. Mm-hmm. It was confusing and then became a joke. You know, you know, Audrey and Lusty changed ages and even I think um we did an old Navy commercial and Chevy's like, Who's you? who are you? <laughs> you know, it's like yeah. <sighs> So uh,
8: that, was sad. that is was a really real shocking. Like, it was yeah. such like, such a ensemble. It was the family. Wouldn't they have just pushed the movie? Like, I can't imagine rehasting them. Like, uh, okay. Sorry, we'll let it go, but geez.
5: It was it, think about it, because Michael and I could have probably done the next generation of Griswolds, but obviously that didn't come to fruition, so no, it was a shame, but Jeez. here's my rebellion. Mm-hmm. We all went off to you and I you know, looking younger, as you know, I was in my 20s playing 15. So I go to Europe with a back, this is in the book, but the backpack it's almost twice as big as I am. Back then they made the backpack huge. And so I said, I'm going to Europe anyway. So I took myself on a vacation looking 15 all across Europe for the summer. And it was an incredible time that I had. So yet, no, I didn't have the uh, film behind me, you know, four or five different, different films of vacation, but I have great memories that I didn't let it put me down. I just wanted to keep going and moving and having a great time.
6: Oh, that's good. That's the, that's the way to do it. Just know that in our hearts, you are Audrey. You are the fan. Always. (laughs) You probably already know that, but yeah.
5: Thank you. I don't think when I did 90210, anyone knew about, um, vacation. Never, no one ever talked to me about it. I had actually won an Emmy Award, and on nine oh two one I won, won the Youth and Film Award and all this stuff, but I think it was such a busy time for filming and the schedule. We didn't really chit-chat that much about, and I think with David's character, I talked to him the most because obviously we were rehearsing and uh, but that's it really, I think.
8: Okay, let's be clear. I was such a huge fan, but I was so shy back then that Whoa. I was scared to even say anything. Like, I would never have been like, oh, my God, I know you from vacation. I love you. But I, when you came on, I was a huge fan. When my dad cast you, I was like, oh, my God, I was freaking out.
5: I was like, oh, that's yeah. nice to no, know. I oh. really – I had no idea. None. But I just figured, you know, it was such – I was thinking about this. It was like a, a steam engine. It was the height of the show. And you guys had coming, you know. You had different guest stars all the time. So in the guest stars, I would think we tried to, you know, get the attention of all the uh, main characters. So I didn't, you know. It's like do you, do you come in and bug people and talk to people, and no one was really talking to me. And it was it was a very crazy time. Um, and my favorite, ultimate favorite story. I was in Germany, and um, I well, not sorry. I was w- dating a German guy. And he was a, a well-known actor in Germany. And I, I'll keep the name out. But anyway, we were in Paris and we went to Louvre. And we were literally standing a few feet away from the Mona Lisa. And all the fans were surrounding us and not the Mona Lisa because they were so like, nah, No, no, going on? And craziness. So I was like, oh, my gosh, I'm more popular than the Mona Lisa right now. <laughs> that's- Wait, that is so a great insane.
6: story. Oh, my God. I
8: love that, that blows so much. my. Were you recognized more for 90210 than vacation?
5: Back then, definitely. Yes. That blows my mind
8: because we still can't really put it together because we were in it, in the middle of it. Like we obviously we know now, but like it's just still is mind blowing that people were that into
5: it. Like vacation. Okay. Wow. I think vacation was a slow burn for people it wasn't hugely popular, popular when it first came out. No, it took quite a few years. I think just people just, it became their go-to movie and then little by little it became part of their family movie. And now it's a big tradition. It Mm -hmm. really has changed over the years. No. And, and think about it. There was no social media back then really. Mm -hmm. So um, it was a different career. It was a different time. And, The fans weren't as involved at that time. Although (laughs) think about nine hundred two and zero, that's such an understatement. Then, Um, no, nine hundred two and zero was definitely more recognizable. And when I went to different events, and and the paparazzi was always nine hundred two and zero. Was never vacation.
6: Well, we, yeah, we love you. We, uh, we look back on it. I'm so excited to continue watching the future episodes because I, w- I don't re- remember how it all happened. So I'm happy to excited to see it unravel and you're, you're acting. I know when I wrote this down, when I was watching this episode, when you come into the show, you're just such an interesting actress in my perspective. Like you make very interesting choices and you have like, so much texture and, and depth to what you bring to the screen. So it was just an honor to have you there and and to get to spend that time with you.
8: So in real life, like Brian was my first love in real life as well. So mm-hmm. it's like, it was. I have mixed emotions. And even then, like I was such a fan and so excited you were on the show and you were always so kind to me. But I was always like, uh. Oh. I, I think I might have cried in my dressing room a few times over you. I'm not <laughs> oh. going to lie. <laughs> I was like, I was so like, it was hard for me as a young girl and having that puppy love off camera and on camera, feeling like, oh my God, was I good enough? Like, what? I don't know what's going to happen, but like, what if he, like, you know, doesn't like me in real life anymore? And like, he has a new on screen love that's going to become an off screen love. And yeah.
5: No, I was so not aware, like literally it's walking into a well or oil oil steam engine, just going, going, going. I was, I I didn't know what I was walking into. And it was like the first time I, I I do a lot of charity events and I know Jenny does, was it Feeding America or something Mm -hmm. now? I saw Mm -hmm. on television, um, doing various charity events. So I went to one. And the paparazzi started screaming my name. And you guys know what that's about. It was the first time that happened. I was completely like, huh, what? No one told me what to do. So I, it's a shame I couldn't talk to you guys to find out, <laughs> okay, all this craziness. It was, it was the height of Shannon and all that. And I knew, here I walked into a show. I grew up with Gabrielle and Luke in the business in New York City. Shannon, I know from California, from a few girlfriends who, when she moved out of her house, she all lived with these girls and we all hung out together. So I felt like I walked into a show that where I knew people kind of sort of, uh, yet yeah, I wasn't prepared for the the height that it was at at that time of, of fans loving the show and devoted to the show and, you know, the issues with uh, Brian and all that that you're talking about. And until now, I was I'm literally clueless about that. I didn't even know that till now.
8: Oh my God, isn't that funny? And I even before this, I was like, I probably told Dana like off camera, like I couldn't remember like in my like it was so like minimized then to everyone else, but in my mind, it was so everything. like you know, it was consuming as a young girl. Mm-hmm. So I thought like everyone must know, like isn't that funny?
5: No, it makes sense, especially at that age and stuff. But no, um, with Brian, you know, we we talked and got along in the sense we're always trying to work out our characters in the beginning, and then eventually, when I went to Jason's character, he wasn't into rehearsing as much with me, at least um, not with me necessarily. He's just like he was in it. You know, he's producing, not producing, thinking about directing and the lighting and this. His brain was in a different place. So um, technically. Um, you know, Brian and I were able to, to talk more. I guess I'm answering the question you asked a while ago. Um, and Jason and I, we, you know, we got along really well, but we didn't rehearse as much. I guess he was like, okay, you say this, this, and this, and this go. I'm like, holy <laughs> moly. This is really, you know, I, w- I was used to being
8: ding ding you know,
5: in a different way. How's it go, Jen?
8: <laughs> I don't know.
5: Remember? <laughs> I don't remember. <laughs> what? <When>? Huh? <laughs> think about it. I was a. I was also on Broadway, coming off a lot of you know movies and blah blah blah. Mm-hmm. Stepping into a show that, that everyone knew it and they headed down the routine, you know the rehearsals and what you do and you don't do. And I walked in like a little lamb, going, "Huh, what?" Trying to hold on, you know, to what I can keep as my own because, like I said, I was making my own clothes and my own dancing and beliefs and whatever in my free spirit in the show. I really loved her character so much.
6: Yeah. And you, you, um, you, it was like a whirlwind, I'm sure. Well, I hope that you, you know, have fond memories of it. We certainly have fond memories of it and we're so glad that you were a part of it.
8: And Sorry. We, we say this Thank all the you. time. Like if we knew like well, we know now. Like when we talk to people, we're like, "Oh my gosh, we we were young, like, and we were just going, you know, we were thrown in, and it was just rolling." And now we talk to people that were like, "Oh my gosh, we wish we had developed off-screen friendships and relationships, and and talked more." And it just in the moment we were just like thrown. So it's really nice to talk to you as an adult.
5: Oh, thank you. Thank you. <laughs> And I was a I wasn't. A, thank you, I wasn't an adult back then. We were not adults. <laughs> no, was, Physically, uh, but, emotionally, or it's, mentally. So, it's, no. Thank you for in, inviting me. It's, it's been fun. I'm sorry I didn't get a chance to hear the podcast before. I felt like once again, here we go. <laughs> I step into really moving and grooving and having a great time. I'm like, okay, what do I do? I'm like. I can't get through, you know, the technical difficulties, like I said. So I really appreciate um, you having me on and letting me step into your well-oiled, uh, like I said, three times now, um, team engine that's doing podcasting. I don't know anything about that either. So, I have people approaching me all the time, but I, don't, I, I hope you're having a great time, are you? We are. It's, we are. It is so fun.
8: Mm-hmm.
6: Well, good luck with your book. We can't wait yes. to, to find out what happens with that.
5: I had to read it. Thank you. I'm crossing my fingers that it's going to move forward. We will cross our too. System. Do you have a title yet? Um, I do, but I'm hesitant in saying it because, you know, when you get to probably, as Tori would know, you know, people shift things and change things. And so I don't want to say it until I actually know. I have, I had many, many titles. I had to write, rewrite it three times because the book had to shift the focus. From, I have a lot of fan stories, you know, so bad as good kind of stories. But then people wanted more. Well, I can go on and on. I know you guys are limited on time. So, anyway, yes, it's changed a few times, but I'm going to wait till it comes out, then you'll know. <laughs> National Lampoon's 40th anniversary type book, hopefully.
6: Good. Very right. The, it'll time out. Perfect. Well, thank you so much for being with us, Dana.
5: Thank you. Thank you for having me. Thank you.
8: Bye. I'm so bummed. I wish we could have seen her. I know. I wanted to see her. Yeah, she's
7: so cute. You know what I looked up while she was talking? I think she was on nine episodes. Nine. Oh my gosh. Well, I really yeah, I her character's correct. <laughs> okay. I was her gonna say, okay,
8: stays around. So when I'm looking at, you know, we get our little what is what do we call it? Rundown. Rundown, yes. It says her last episode was season three, but that's not correct. And I go by hairstyles because I know when David cheats on Donna with her. I had short hair and I graduated West Beverly with long hair. So it was another season. She, She,
4: she, there might
7: be, they, I think she, I think she was right. It's interesting what she was saying. They, I think they were thinking of making her more of a regular, but then they sent you all to college
8: and that's why they wrote her off. That was sort of what I was interpreting. Jen, I wonder if they were going to do like a spinoff. Oh, and like stay know. with West Beverly, the new generation. But even though she's saying she so much older, that's
6: so crazy that she was that old. But and she, looks, 15. she looks, she looks, oh, she looks so tiny, young.
8: Yeah. And it was her and two other girls. Who are those two other girls? I want to know who those two other girls are. That they were all stirring the pot. Oh my gosh, we knew nothing about this. There was going to be <laughs> a whole new cast. They were going to get rid of us. <laughs>
6: oh my gosh that's something before we go let's should we take a break and and come back and finish up with the episode and
7: uh yeah because we now have to talk about the most major thing ever okay
6: let's do let's take a minute
0: 351 and follow the Climbing in Heels podcast on iHeartRadio or subscribe where you listen to your
3: podcast. You're a growing business, which means you need every spare hour you can find. That's why the most successful growing businesses are working together in Slack.
6: The 90s Cruise will sail from Tampa and head to Cozumel and Costa Maya, Mexico, January 31st through February 5th,
8: 2025. Head to the90scruise.com slash iHeart to enter to win a free cruise
2: for two. When it comes to financial advice, you got to trust the source. It's why you listen to this podcast. If you're looking to upgrade your wallet, you need to turn to NerdWallet. Their expert team of nerds dives into the details to help you find smarter financial products. If you're paying for vacations with whatever card is in your wallet, you could be missing out on miles you didn't even know you were leaving on the table. You can get a new card with more miles and more upgrades. What could future you do with more travel rewards? A hotel upgrade? Lounge access? Wherever you go next, make it happen with a smarter travel credit card. Don't wait to make smart financial decisions. Compare and find smarter credit cards, savings accounts, and more today at nerdwallet.com. As with all cards, credit is subject to lender approval and terms apply. NerdWallet. Finance smarter. Okay, we're back.
6: Let's t- let's dive into this what this what you want to dive into. The sweet in You dive in. Girl, <laughs> how did you
7: feel? I
6: feel? How did you feel? I feel like I I did dive in. Uh I feel like first of all when I the scene with Dylan and the baby oh, seeing oh. him hold baby baby Aaron oh, was so sweet and tender. He was so good with babies. I remember that.
8: That was so it that scene with her was very Luke more than mm-hmm. Dylan. It yeah.
6: Just, he was just a natural, like nurturing soul. Like and it, he loved babies. I remember doing that scene with him, and it was fun because it was like we were pretending like that was our baby.
2: <laughs> I, I, I would have loved to have seen that. <laughs> Still would.
8: Um uh I I gotta be honest. I'm gonna go on the record that. Luke with you in scenes is so, the chemistry is so boom through the roof. He's so smitten that he actually goes out of Dylan character into Luke character often. I saw it already happening. You think? I do. I mean, even the physical stuff, you know, like...
6: Dylan, like with Brenda, like he's this and
8: and with Kelly, he grabbed you and stuff the way he did in real life. Mm -hmm. And I love the moments where I see you laugh and I know that he said something that wasn't planned and that wasn't (laughs) a line and see you just genuinely having fun and the two of you together. I, I don't know. It made my heart so happy.
6: Me too. It made me, made me miss him so, so much. Oh my God. But yeah, it's coming. It, I guess so. When Kelly strolls up in her little white outfit with her matching white shoes, that outfit was everything. And walks Your body opens the door, s- and there he is on that couch on the futon. You don't know what. Then he went back happen. into
8: he went back into Dylan mode with that brooding <laughs> look.
7: Interesting decision that we don't see a kiss. We just Best decision.
8: See- hmm. I'm going to go on record, I've said this twice now, sorry, that mm-hmm. this is the first time in three seasons that I was like, I cannot wait to see the next episode. I am freaking out. Like, mm-hmm. I just, everything so you, in my being. So you think
6: they, that they went in there and, and hooked up? That was, that's what went down. And, they, and we didn't show the audience.
8: I love not seeing it because I know it's going to happen without knowing. Mm-hmm. We're always like, if we didn't know, would we know? If you didn't know, now you know.
6: I know. What's going to happen on the next episode?
8: Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. It's, ev- it's literally everything. Mm-hmm. And watching this back, like, I know I was like, oh, I liked Brenda and Dylan. It was hard. Like, now I'm just, like, re-watching it as a fan. No. It, it should have never. Like, Brenda, no. Mm-mm. <laughs> it's Kelly. It's Kelly. It's Kelly. Kelly and Dylan. Like, that chemistry is just something that it's, like, unheard of. I just want to see more. I just want to watch a whole episode of Dylan and Kelly. <laughs> the whole
7: time. I'm very much Kelly and Dylan myself, but it's super interesting because I read all the fan comments, even of this show. And there are some real diehard Dylan Brenda. so it's it's going to be interesting how this plays out uh-huh. re-watching it mm-hmm. and seeing how they react now when they're hearing you guys talk about it because there are some people that
6: don't want this yeah there are and I've heard a lot from those people over the many years <laughs> I'm sure <laughs> they they're real still real angry about it and I, and I, and I think part of me takes that on and I feel guilty about it but you can't I can't you know if Kelly and Dylan are meant to be together for this period of time like I don't want to feel guilty about it, but there's a part of me that does. Like, I feel like a bad friend.
8: Did fans at this point, like when it started to turn, did they say anything? Were they vocal about it when you would see them in person?
6: You know, not for a while, but like, Mm -hmm. I feel like they started to get more comfortable and more vocal And certainly now with the access that we have to our fan base or the fan base of the show, still such devoted fans and people have such still strong, strong opinions about stuff
7: <laughs> <laughs> that it, it, it's don't, don't go on the Instagram. <laughs> don't go on our Instagram. I'm scared.
6: I
8: don't want to see it. <laughs> Wait, really? Like, are people like, oh, my gosh, no. Like. Well, not towards Jenny. No. Right. But like. Oh, Kelly. yeah. Really? Oh,
7: yeah. These people are still they made it. A- choice then and now and I what would be interesting is if somebody that watched it then now our age if they've changed their mind but yeah
6: I would be interested to know if anybody yeah yeah me too Jenny
7: what I was going to ask you is it's interesting in the show and Tori tell me what you think they really play up Kelly telling David don't cheat. Like what's sexy is a guy who three goes three weeks without being unfaithful. So it's this almost a hypocrisy. And we're like, Oh snap. Wow. This is, this is even more gnarly because she's saying don't do it, but I'm doing it. Ooh.
8: Ooh. You're too smart for me. I didn't of even that? get that.
7: I, I was should, just
8: like, yeah. I really loved that scene with you and Brian. I thought it was really great. And I thought he was great. And just the sweetness of the relationship and the, I I liked it. Um, I never even thought about that. That's pretty cool. Yeah. I mean, it makes it even harder to like
6: what's happening in my opinion, like, because she is speaking out both sides of her mouth. Like she's saying, be a good guy and don't cheat. And then she's, going and getting with a guy who's cheating like
8: but sometimes with love you you don't think you don't yeah. think you go with your heart and so with David she's able to I wonder like if she even thought about that I feel like she didn't I feel like she was just being a good sister and she was saying the right thing being a good friend to Donna but then like the heart wants what the heart wants. And she wasn't Mm. even thinking of it that way about Brenda. It was just like, interesting. It's happening. It's just happening. And when you're a lot of times when you're young, you just kind of go with it. You got to go with your heart sometimes.
6: Yeah. I think that the relationship with Kelly and Dylan, it was really necessary in Kelly's like growth as a character because it allowed her to be seen and valued for exactly what she was and where she came from. And, all the good and the bad of it all, not just seen for like, you know, what on the surface, because like we've touched on before, they do have a past. They, they have grown up in the same, in the same neck of the woods, if you will. You know, they know, they know what each other's been through on, on deeper levels than, than any of the other characters can kind of relate to. Yeah. So I think that it really was a necessary thing for her, interestingly enough. And it it adds a lot of depth to the Kelly character. Even if this it was- is all a mistake, even if this is all a big, huge betrayal of their friend or, you know, whatever it ends up being.
7: It was juicy and particularly important, I thought, when Brandon goes over to Dylan's and says like, yeah, what are you doing tonight, bro? Or whatever. And he's like, visiting an old friend. It's like immediately he's already not saying it and it was sort of like a wink to the audience like this is happening but i'm not willing to tell anybody he knew he can't tell brandon (laughs) i mean right obviously but still it's (laughs) like i feel like dylan knew what he wanted when that van drove away
8: i mean the separation and the rest of the characters and kelly and dylan that alone
7: i wonder
6: what's gonna happen like i I don't remember what's going to happen with Donna. Does Donna come home and do you find out? And are you shocked? Are you supportive? Are you good? Like, are you a friend or to who do you, how does that work? You're going to be torn. I don't remember.
8: <laughs> I don't remember if Donna is team Brenda or Kelly. I don't remember. Yeah, I
7: don't either. Was Brenda's downfall the fight with the Walshes and moving in with Dylan? Because I think that's what made him just dunzo. like, I
8: don't want this. I mean, it, it, it happened fast, you guys. Like, you know, we always say things like that's convenient in the episodes. They happen. It did. Yeah.
1: Well, like, but we, it happens
7: fast. If you're an 18 year old Dylan and your girlfriend who's already kind of whiny. She, he's not
8: 18. <laughs> what is he, 17? Sorry, I don't know. 17. I just got nervous. Hey, Pardon because, me. I
7: gotta be 17. 17 year old Dylan. And your semi whiny girlfriend moves in, and then she's bugging you about your burrito in the vacuum. You, <laughs> if you're a teenage boy, you could be done immediately. It's like, oh, so I do so scary. feel like, I feel like that's right. a big hurt in this.
6: But the teenage girl can be done just as quickly, y'all.
7: <laughs>
6: I've been done that quick. <laughs> Yeah, it's gonna. It's it's. This is. I think it's really ramping up to be an interesting situation.
7: <laughs> yeah, I, th- I just think the episodes are so much better. The show, you know how a lot of shows are like at their peak, season one, season two. For me, this is like this is the peak. Just like Dana said, like this is.
8: Don't say we peaked. We didn't best. peak yet. I'm I'm
6: afraid <laughs> now. You, I'm already like scared that the about the decline. There's a lot more seasons to
7: go. <laughs> you guys said it too. You all look awesome. The fashion's better than ever. The the cheesy lines are as strong as can be. Like the show is, I don't, I mean, I think it sustains for a bit, but this is the best.
6: Did you guys have any fashion? I mean, we talked all about Donna's high fashion. I think you take the fashion badge for this episode by far of all the great fashion moments.
8: I, I really like Kelly's fashion in this. I love the white romper. Was it a romper? Yeah. Uh, I love the outfit that was a nod at like uh, Western, but it was modern. It was black and white. Mm. That, sh- that blouse. Mm-hmm.
3: That was super Sleeveless
8: blouse. Yeah, it was super Totally chic. agree. Totally agree. And David's vest. Oh, God.
7: So, <laughs> so gross. I love that Tori loves it. And I'm like... <laughs> And and any other standout lines, you guys? I also loved Brandon's burgundy shirt when he's at the Peach Pit on the weird three, three threesome <laughs> date. I thought that he looked so cute in that. Sleeves rolled it up. Good. Yeah. And I, st- I stay strong on my tutu, Sex in the City. I want to see what people think if I'm right. But to me, that was just way too iconic. I was like, my head is still exploding from the tutu. Yeah, that was a good one. I want to ask Darren Starr, like I need to know.
8: Jen, I'll write it down. I like how That's we put you in charge of texting Darren Starr about questions, but it never happened.:
6: <laughs> Someday I'm going to send him a really long text.
8: <laughs> your own questions. You do All your of our lines, Darren I have ans- like- uh, questions answered. Oh my God, that could be a whole episode. All of our Darren questions answered.
6: He'll come back, he'll
7: help back.: us. I have like 50 lines. you guys go first.
6: I, I was my line. My favorite line was right out of the gate. You really know how to move. But then she goes on to say, you look just like George Mar- Michael. Oh,
7: yeah. <laughs> and he goes, great track. Great track.
6: Uh, he does. He really does look like a young George Michael, by the way. He
8: does. So mm. obviously the writers were like, that's what we think. And I wonder if he was like excited or not excited about that.
2: Well, I would He had hope. such a
8: different vibe.
2: Yeah. And George, Michael George Michael was, was gorgeous. Beautiful.
8: mm um, I like when uh, Brooke says Steve talked about going to some place, uh, the armpit. <laughs> I know, I liked it too. It was a little thrown away, and I wanted
6: it. I, it made me laugh. Like, I wanted more of that armpit right. talk. <laughs> the peach
7: pit, armpit. Oh, you know what? I just discovered another, another Easter egg, as I will call it. Dylan says to Brandon. Steve's more important than any girl, so he's also sort of talking about friend loyalty. That was sort of just this, these little Easter eggs sprinkled mm-hmm. as Dylan and Kelly are clearly heating up, so they're like not really practicing what they preach, right? Which I'm totally fine with. Totally fine <laughs> with it, but hanging it out. I love the excuse me, lamo, and how they're always like your stupid music to to david because he's also like getting the smoking hot girl sorry tori
6: i was not i didn't like it when he was with her on that uh uh-uh. uh i didn't like it i got so angry when i saw that scene thank you
8: mm-hmm. you're welcome
7: and i just always think it's so funny how they always do the lines of like let's find ourselves a couple honeys like honeys
8: what? like oh my uh so like yeah it's a barf yes yeah, exactly you guys can see tori
6: This was probably our face on set on the day when we were standing there being objectified in this way or watching our fellow females being objectified like this.
7: And I loved the volleyball where we really see Dylan, I mean, many times grabbing Kelly by the waist. Like I thought, (sighs) wow, that was super intentional. Unless now my mind is blown and it was just. Uh,
8: No, it's a super signature move. He always grabbed her like that. Wow, off camera. Wow. Well, now that's just the juiciest.
6: <laughs> on that juicy, juicy tidbit, <laughs> I think we'll move on to next week's episode, which is episode five: Shooting
7: Star, mm.
6: American in Paris.
7: I don't know, but is this my life? Like, I just get—I like almost want to start crying again. God. Oh my gosh, we American just, in like- Paris. Emily in ah. Paris. Hmm. This makes me feel like I'm in my sorority. Like I literally have tears. Can you guys see that? I like it got weird. This is so fun. This is so flipping fun to (laughs) to get to these episodes.
8: Cause I'm just like. Wait, do you you think Darren, like Emily in Paris was slightly based on like Brenda? Like. Yes. I'm trying to go deep like you now. You were
6: going deep, but I think it's based on his sister. On Darren oh, Star's okay. sister, <laughs> but I think Brenda was also fashioned after okay. his sister, so okay, he's got okay. a sister thing going here.
8: Yeah, Darren he, Star he likes Americans in Paris, yes, young girls in Paris. So
7: many things Taking it on this show. Yes. I believe it. The tutu, the tutu. yes, and I, Emily in Paris, all of it. Oh,
6: well, that's it for this week, you guys. Thanks for joining us. <laughs>
0: three five one zero three zero zero and follow the Climbing in Heels podcast on iHeartRadio
4: restrictions apply offer ends june 30th 2024
1: okay round 2 name something that's
4: not boring
3: a laundry ooh a book club computer solitaire huh
6: ah <sighs> oh, sorry we were looking for chumba
4: casino that's right chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino style games join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes